The question is, had we had somebody who was a serious, serious business person, where could we have been and how much more could we have done and how much more money would we have made? You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hello, my financial grown-up friends. Truth, when I want to go on a trip, I feel overwhelmed. I mean, total overwhelm. I don't know where to begin, but I now have solutions for all of us, and I'm really excited about this episode. First, quick welcome to everyone. We interview high achievers here on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast so we can all learn from them and get some quick money tips along the way. New listeners, thank you especially for being here. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell a friend. We need your help to grow the podcast. Let's get to today's show. I am getting better at travel. My new go-to resource is a curated travel platform called Fathom, F-A-T-H-O-M. It literally presents itineraries for trips so you know where to go. It's that simple. It's also beautiful. Hostels, for example, that look like boutique hotels, glamping like a grown-up. And yes, you can even be a digital nomad if that's your thing. If we're being honest, I really missed my laptop on a recent trip to Costa Rica. I know we're supposed to say that we're really into cutting the cord and being totally detached, but I found that I wanted to be in touch a little bit. And had I been more in touch, I might've been a little more relaxed, not being anxious about things that might have been dropping through the cracks. Don't judge my workaholic ways, my friends. Thank you. Now, Fathom is not just a website, a platform. There's also a new book. It is called Travel Anywhere and Avoid Being a Tourist. And naturally, I tracked down the author. Her name is Pavia Rosati. She also has a co-author we'll talk about. And she has had countless jobs, by the way, covering lifestyle and food globally for the top media outlets. But now she is an entrepreneur. And as you will hear, while she had a lot of confidence in her creative abilities, business, not so much. But she stepped up, as did her partner. This is a great story. Here is Pavia Rosati. Hey, Pavia Rosati, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Bobby. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. I am holding a copy of your beautiful new book, Travel Anywhere and Avoid Being a Tourist. You are the founder of Fathom, and you are the author of this book, I should say, along with your co-author, Gerilyn Gerby. Yeah. And you're both very creative people. The book, if you look at this book, you know it's done by creatives. But you're going to tell us a money story that has to do with just that because you guys were kind of similar in your expertise and that left a hole. Go for it. That's right. So when we started this business about nine years ago, we didn't really have the money locked up tight. We didn't have a foolproof business plan. We had ideas for how to make money, but we had the vision and we had the drive. And at a certain point, we stopped talking about it. and We're like, okay, we're just going to do it. In hindsight, it would have been better if we had also had somebody who was kind of the money yin to our content and experience yang. Was there any business plan, any revenue projection plan? There were. 
There were. So I don't want to make it seem as though we didn't think about this at all. But, you know, digital media is it's a moving target right now. Right. So we had plans for where the money would come from. But when the industry changes and the ad market changes and people's online behaviors change, you need to be able to adjust your business models accordingly. So what happened specifically? What was your original plan? And then what happened? So the original plan, we actually did have somebody who was going to come on board as the business partner. And at the end, she said, you know what? I just can't take the risk. I don't have the entrepreneurial courage that it takes to go out and do this. And what's funny, when you launch a business, it's like dating. Everybody has you, oh, you should talk to this person. Oh, you should talk to that person. And I swear in the first year of the business, every day I had coffee with someone else and someone new. And so we ultimately made the decision of, you know what, if the alternative is not to do this or to wait until we find the right person, the moment might be too late. So let's just do this and get this out there and then see where we end up. So what happened? You didn't have a business partner. What actually happened in terms of the business part of Fathom? So the business part of Fathom is Gerilyn and myself doing the business. And it means that we're the ones who hustle for the deals. It means that we're the ones who close these deals. It means that we've discovered our inner salespeople and we've been able to do it because we've been able to stay afloat and we've been able to keep doing this. But the question is, had we had somebody who was a serious, serious business person, where could we have been and how much more could we have done and how much more money would we have made? Interesting. Can you think of any examples where you felt the real lack of that? So there was a project that we were pitching that we were very excited about working on. And the person that I was negotiating with said, here's my budget. And I said, hmm, yeah, I was thinking three times that. And I thought, oh God, this is when it all falls apart. And instead he came back and he said, okay, that's fine. And that was a great, very lucrative project for us. One of the times when it really would have been helpful to have some money and some business muscle behind us was a few years ago when we launched these fantastic honeymoon guides to Italy. I love the fact that we cover the whole world, but the question we get again and again from people who are seasoned travelers and people who never travel is, help me figure out my trip to Italy. So we came up with these fantastic itineraries, three days in Florence, Venice, Rome, and the Amalfi Coast. Think of it as like a concierge in your pocket. These guides are amazing. And anybody who found them and downloaded them was like, oh my God, this is perfect. One small guide and my whole trip is planned. Had we had somebody, however, with a lot more marketing experience, we could have gotten the word out about these things out to the thousands and tens of thousands of travelers who would have wanted these for their summer vacations to Italy. You're doing the work, but you're not getting the attention that you want. How have you solved that or have you? Finding an audience is the ongoing struggle that anybody who is creating content is struggling with all the time. There is no perfect answer to this. So getting our great work to the people who need it and who are looking for the information is the constant struggle that we face, but that we're also not alone in facing. I mean, the internet is wonderful because it gives you access to everything, but guess what? Everything is too much. There's too much noise. And we always say that we do everything we do at Fathom to really cut through the clutter to instead of giving you everything, we give you a really tight edit so that it's not overwhelming so that you can read one article and base your Caribbean trip just on that one article. So what is the lesson for our listeners? 
even though you're driven to do something, imagine what will happen if you don't have a safety net. Work through your plan B, work through your plan C, have all of that stuff figured out, take the time to do that, and then dive in and you will end up on much more solid ground. And your safety net was relying on each other and figuring it out and having the courage to act as your own advocate, as in that case when you just mentioned where you got triple what they wanted to pay because you stood your ground. Yes, correct. Because we stood our ground. And listen, we've lost out on things also. It's not all, you know, we've lost out on things because we are smaller. The challenge and the reality of the ad marketplace right now online is a lot of the companies are just after millions and millions of eyeballs and worried more about the numbers than the quality of what they're getting. So we deliver on quality, but what we sometimes lose out on is quantity. That's something that I truly believe is evolving. I think we're seeing with a lot of, for example, the influencer market, people are moving away from, or at least paying more attention to the micro influencers and paying less attention to, or maybe being more realistic about these giant influencers, because the stickiness is not always the same as a micro audience that might be interested in, say, a podcast or a blogger or whatever that's very niche. I think there's a lot more interest in that because the value of quality and engagement, you probably have a very engaged audience. We do. We have a very engaged audience. The only criticism we ever hear is, I wanted to go to fill in the blank on the most remote place on earth, and you don't have a full guide yet. Work faster. Let's move on to your everyday money tip. We're going to talk about the fact that time is money. And especially when you are traveling, you want to have a lot of stuff ready so you can focus on traveling. Correct. So of course, my tip is going to be about money. And you're absolutely right. You need to think of time as money when you travel. You don't have an unlimited time budget. And so make sure that you're spending your time as wisely as possible. When it comes to money, there are really simple things that you can do before your trip to make sure that you have things taken care of. Number one, Not every place you go is going to have the most reliable ATM machine that's working where you need it to work. So maybe plan ahead and have some cash available if you're traveling in a foreign currency to get you through the first day or two until you can get to an ATM or a bank where you can change money. Similarly, plan your tips in advance. Have a couple of euros in your pocket, have pesos in your pocket so that you don't have to be fumbling for change when you want to give a porter a tip or worse, give someone a dollar bill because there's nothing that's worse than handing someone a $3 tip. Then they'd have to go to the bank to change that. Terrible. Right. We sometimes in America assume that everyone really wants dollars and sometimes they don't. That hasn't been the case since like 1960. I have to tell this to my dad all the time. He's like, I'll leave a hundred dollars. I'm like, no, Papa, they don't want to have to go to the bank to change the money. No. Other things to think about in terms of time and money when you're traveling is invest in the things that are going to make your trip better. Invest in a really good suitcase so that you're sure that your stuff arrives safely. When you are thinking about auto insurance, know beforehand, what does your credit card cover? What doesn't it cover? When you're getting on a plane, know what your points are. Does your credit card give you access to lounges at the airport? If so, which one? I keep a file in my contacts of every lounge of the airports that I go to that I know which I have access to through my credit card. Excellent. All right. Let's talk about the book a little bit more in the time that we have left. First of all, the chapter names are so awesome. Oh, and, thank and, you. Sometimes, and here's the amusing thing. So I can't decide which is my favorite chapter between these two. Ready for this? Going off grid. Yes. And then you also have digital nomads. Yes. So I don't know if people want to be both. I mean, it's, it's kind of awesome because if you want to be connected, you're covered. But if you don't, it's okay too. 
So this is something I increasingly think about when I travel because I feel like a true vacation for me is when I'm not connected to any devices and when I'm able to just get out of the phone and really think about different things, be in a different experience. Nothing makes me more sad than being in a foreign country and seeing everybody sitting at the table looking at their iPhones. It's like, people, look up. You're in the Greek islands. Yes. So the going off grid chapter is focused on experiences and places where sometimes it's forced on you because not everybody has the discipline not to look at their phone if the temptation is there. Exactly. And I also love this part, cheaper than it should be, which is great for people that want value because you don't want to stay at a bad cheap hotel, but you want to pay less than you should. You know, I think especially if we make the mistake of relying too much on what social media tells us about travel, we feel like everything needs to be three Michelin star meals and 7,000 thread count, five bedroom suites in a penthouse in Paris, right? Like that's certainly nice, but that's not the reality of travel. And so we've seen in recent years, hostels as a concept are making such a comeback. I just toured a new hotel in New York City that has bunk beds. This is great for families. It's great for friends who are having a trip. And so you're turning your overnight at a hotel into kind of a slumber party. And these hotels deliver on style, but at a lower price point. And this is just one of the many ways in which what we're always looking for at Fathom are things that really deliver incredible value. I love that. Yeah. There's nothing worse than coming home from a trip and feeling like, oh man, I got ripped off. Before we wrap up, tell us more about where people can find out more about you, Fathom, and all good things. So you can always find us on the website. It's fathomaway.com, F-A-T-H-O-M-A-W-A-Y.com. We're on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook at Fathom Way to Go. You can find me on Instagram at PaviaNYC, P-A-V-I-A-N-Y-C, although I'm pretty sporadic about my posting. Yes, but your photos for Fathom are fantastic. So Thank I you. encourage every everyone follow all the socials, but especially the Fathom because those are just, it's, it's beautiful. And the book is really beautiful as well. So congratulations and thank you. Thank you so much. This was a real pleasure. Okay, my friends, here we go. Financial grown-up tip number one. Sometimes the perfect partner is really late. Pavia and her partner were searching for a business-oriented partner to add, and they never found them. So they had to step up and just do it themselves. It wasn't their plan. It wasn't their ideal. And it still may change if they find the right match. And yeah, things might have been better if they did find that match earlier or not. But just like you have to live your life, even if you haven't found the perfect, let's say, romantic partner, it's the same with business. You got to keep moving. The right business partner may have not been there for the startup phase, but maybe there's someone that's right for them now that the company is more mature. They're looking, but they want the right fit. And that's a good thing. Financial grown-up tip number two. If you are a workaholic, yes, I'm looking in the mirror. One chapter that I loved in the book, Travel Anywhere and Avoid Being a Tourist, was about the coolest co-working spaces because here's the thing, everyone. Work should not keep you from traveling, but that doesn't mean that everyone really, especially maybe you're an entrepreneur, you have your own business, or you have a job with a lot of responsibility, maybe you really can't take the time off that you feel you need or that people outsiders are telling you that you need. 
And maybe it doesn't make sense to put up walls between work and life and to go on this unplugged vacation. Maybe you're going to enjoy your vacation more if you can do, let's say, three days of vacation and one day in a co-working space in that foreign city or that other city that's not where you work that you're going on vacation with. Maybe that's actually going to help you stay on top of things, enjoy things more, focus on the days that you are, quote, on vacation. But you can do work occasionally in that city and remain tied to your business in a way that gives you comfort. And so that when you come home, you aren't in catch-up mode. And also, frankly, before you leave, it's so stressful getting ready for vacations. So definitely check out the chapter in Travel Anywhere on co-working spaces. Want to really be a financial grown-up? Do you know what real financial grown-ups do? They keep on top of the news. And that's why I love my new podcast, with Joe Salcihai. You guys may know him from Stacking Benjamins. It is called Money in the Morning. Joe and I take the buzziest headlines and find the nuggets of brilliance that we can apply to our own lives to live richer lives. Check it out, Money in the Morning, in all the places you enjoy podcasts, like wherever you're listening to this. And of course, big thanks to Pavia Rosati for sharing her new book, Travel Anywhere, and for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.